0: Hello vinyl lovers, I'm Antonio Staropoli, and I'm Chris Myers, and you're listening to Taste of Vinyl.
1: I got a box of sharp objects, and it's a beautiful thing.
2: (laughs) You were waiting to drop that one.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right, welcome. Welcome listeners. We've got a great show for you today. With us, we have two members of the band Ascent Like Wolves, vocalists and brothers, Al and Nick Bolts. Welcome, guys. How you
3: doing? Good, man. Great.
2: Feeling good. Feeling good.
0: Awesome.
3: Awesome.
0: We're stoked to have you guys on. So, don't know if you've heard the show before, but the first thing we ask is analog or digital?
2: Well, both. Okay. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah.
0: Elaborate.
2: I mean, I feel like, you know, especially in this day and age, um, digital's a necessity, you know. I Feel like this is something we can't live without going forward, but yeah, analog for the OGs for sure. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, definitely definitely a little bit of both, you know. Um yeah, I, I'm like um I'm getting like more digital though. You know, what I mean, it's just um easier. <laughs> yeah. I don't know digital yeah for at least for right sure now, man
0: i mean look uh there's definitely times where it's more convenient i'm curious to know recording wise for you guys if you had the option would you prefer analog or digital
2: maybe if it was like in the sense of we were using synths, like like some real 80s shit or something like that i th- i think would be really cool but other than that i think you know well first of all we we've been going to the same producers for the last decade um okay. Oh, okay Carson Slovak and Grant McFarland and their sound is more of like polished metalcore if you will okay I guess is what the sense is so we plug yeah. in and we're like all digital like using axe effects tones and stuff like that and at Kepfer, um, so
0: okay hey fair enough fair mm-hmm. and we yeah. know what that's like you know when you have like that one place that you go to that you like to record that's just what you do you know we're the same way, except you guys are more famous than we are. So <laughs> I don't know about that. That's,
2: uh, <laughs> but I think I think like we didn't really plan on continuously like going to them at this point. And I know when like some bands like get locked into the same producer, they fall into like some of them like don't change their sound or like a bad formula right. or something like that. I feel like for us, it's different. Like every time we go in the studio with them, it's almost refreshing because we yeah. always try and break new ideas to the table for each release that we come out with. That's awesome. So, like, go, like going into studio with Carson and Grant's so dope every time. I, it's so much fun too. Those guys are really funny. They're Grammy nominated. Right? Yeah, yeah. Nice. I, I think maybe that was the case for two ABR albums that they've done.
0: Sick. We'll talk more about that before you know. Before we do that, I wanted to kind of get like a like one thing out of the way. So your your band name, right? And you guys are probably so sick of talking about your band name. I, I get. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it actually comes from a line in the movie Ninja Assassin, which neither Chris or I have seen the movie. So can you like provide us with some context into like how and why the line was said in the movie?
2: Yeah. So yeah, this, I feel like this is probably more of a story for me to tell because <laughs> okay. uh, Nick wasn't actually like in the band at this point in time. Like um, we actually later later, absorbed him around the time we were doing and the story goes okay um but, but a little bit before that he was playing live shows with us too so this is back in like 2010 now i'd say okay uh i was just sitting on the couch at my grandma's and this movie was on ninja assassin and we're we're me and nick are like really big fans of anime and and that kind of you know uh, that kind of thing
1: okay. uh, so,
2: so anytime we can see a movie like that we're gonna watch it you know what i mean so i was watching this movie and i'm pretty sure i was like just sitting there kind of stoned and i was like (laughs) like like 17 or 18 and um our drummer before cody his name was derek um he was just like texting me and he's like yeah man like we have to come up with a band name and i was like uh uh and i as soon as i looked up from my phone which was probably like some some shitty like razor or something like that at this (laughs) point in time um (laughs) I, I just kind of blanked out, and I was watching this movie, and one of the lead characters is like, uh, they're following our scent like dogs, and he goes, no, like wolves. And I was like, what about oh, a scent oh. like wolves, dude? <laughs> <The> guy,
1: he's <laughs> he's so like, "Oh yeah. great.
2: He's like, yeah, it's pretty cool. I was like, all right.
0: That's, <laughs> done it. done yeah. deal. Yeah. Yes, I love that, dude. That's so fu- That's so funny. 'Cause yeah, the, the it's like such an arduous task to like have to sit and come up with a band name. You know, yeah, always
2: I, and that, that one's like was like more organic, I guess. It wasn't just like, oh, we smashed two words together and we flipped an A to a V and like all this <laughs> new age crap. I'm like
3: I, I love it. That's fantastic.
0: So now that we got that kind of obligatory band name question out of the way, let's talk about the actual band. Tell us about your history. You guys formed in high school for like a talent show right is that
2: yeah Yeah. so i I don't know if i if i've ever actually said this before but we so we it's funny because i talked to shane told from silverstein like this time last week and i forgot to tell him this completely but Uh um yeah so me and the other guitarist jeff um and other other members who are no longer in the band we uh-huh. Sort of just kind of formed to play a couple of shows at our high school talent show. And actually, this is probably good for our segment at the end. Um, one of the songs was Say Days Ago by The Us We were okay. covering. Say, and the, and the other song was Smile In Your Sleep by Silverstein. So we we played those two songs and we didn't even have a band name like we were just kind of playing as friends and um, at the time we (laughs) we took like these two recycling bins out and put them as like our scrims and it said recycling works on the side of them. (laughs) (laughs) So like, yeah, we were just kind of joking about that like that was like our band name, but it wasn't really like we were just we didn't really have a band. <laughs> um, but but shortly but shortly after that, uh, Jeff and I were always just kind of like talking about making ridiculous breakdowns and shit like that. And um, I think we formed a band maybe a, a month later. Uh, in wow. I think May of 2010, something around that that time frame. So I, I was definitely like a senior in high school by then, for sure. That's awesome. That's
1: awesome. Sweet. Shut up, Chris. Oh yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> No, you shut up. All right, well, that's the end of the show, guys. Yeah. I have a, broke have up. A good night. Yeah. <laughs> too soon. Uh, it was too soon. The yeah, height of your fame. Soon. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Are you guys twenty-seven years old
2: too, or like?
0: We, um, uh, you um, know, thirties. I'm thirty-seven, sir. I'm thirty-six. I got ten years on you, really. Wow. Yeah yeah man uh we're old
1: <laughs> we don't look it
0: yeah but, but... yeah yeah
1: you really don't act it now that's it <laughs> what's my age again what's my what's my age, age again,
0: again? Uh, <laughs> the other day i was i was in the studio i was practicing with my my one band and i and they were like trying to come up with stuff and we're like and i was like hey man do me a favor can you play this on the guitar And he's like, dude, go fuck yourself. (laughs) (laughs) All right. I'm I'm, I'm a tool. (laughs) Moving on. Um, (laughs) So you guys have a new album out. It's called Mystic Auras, which is a concept album. Mm -hmm. Lyrically, kind of deals with like a wide range of things from like personal to social, political. Can you guys like dig a little deeper on that and kind of, Tell us what the record means to
3: you. Yeah, I mean, um, it's basically like a record about your desires, um, kind of what drives you in life. Um, So it's, you know, it's like a very personal one for me and, um, you know, my brother. You know, it's uh, fun writing stuff like this together. Um, Yeah, so it mainly just explores just uh, desires in life, you know, whether it be, you know, like emotional relationships or like a big topic on the album. Um, so yeah, overall, I mean, it's just kind of, um, you know, dives into, you know, interpersonal matters, um, just like the world around you today, as it relates to like your life, you know, I mean, we've been doing this for like a hot minute now. So I think it's, you know, time we kind of like dug down deep and just, um, kind of, you know, expressed ourselves um, like we never have before as
2: grown men. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, yeah, right. it, it, it's true though because like um you know, I feel like before all, all of our releases have kind of been concepts uh spirit spirit vessel was a little more political rigid future was really dark and um like depressing to be honest, but mm. this time around we actually got to talk about. Ourselves and like what's going on in our lives, which is different and sort of, I guess you know, in its own way, it was like a challenge for us too because um, you know we have to write together, like in sentences and make lyrics right. work.
0: And I was going to ask how you guys do that. So you guys work together
2: and sometimes. write the lyrics.
0: Yeah.
3: Sometimes. Oh, okay. yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Sometimes, like, we'll you know come up with the um, you know, like I'll be I'll write the verses of the song. I will write the choruses, or sometimes we'll just write whole songs by herself okay that's
1: awesome yeah like like
2: for instance i think like um well our song telephone came out today on youtube finally (laughs) but uh i think for that song like we've had that pretty much just sitting on the back burner for like four or five years and um we knew it was probably for like a later release because it has more of like an alternative sound okay um but i remember i wrote the chorus to that song like so long ago I saw a video of it on my phone the other day from like 2018 or 17 I think and like that like for me that's how long like that song's been done I think for the part in the chorus too for Nick's hook I, I had that done I, br- I brought it to him and I think Nick actually worked on the verses with me then uh, like in my bedroom or something a, a couple years back but yeah sometimes it, it's just kind of random or you know if we're feeling it we'll just like write on our own and just bring what we've made, like, to one another, what kind of melodies bounce, and stuff like that.
0: Just bounce things off of each
2: other? Yeah, so, yeah and we'll have, like, yeah. most of the song done or, or, or what the case would be. I think, like, for Mysticora, sometimes we were just going in separate rooms and seeing what we could come up with, and then we'd meet yeah. up in, like, a couple hours.
0: <laughs> That's so. cool, though. Did you guys ever... Like, I didn't even think to ask this, but um, did you guys ever, like, prior to Ascent Like Wolves work together in any you know, like music.
2: Yeah. We, yeah. We were like involved in some like pop punk type band. Oh, okay. I feel yeah. like that's probably more of our roots, more so than metal. Okay. Sweet. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> what an interesting uh, I mean, turn of events. Yes. <laughs> yes. We like Newfound Glory, Sticks and Stones. Yes. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Classic. <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: Yeah. Chris is, you're a huge Newfound Glory fan. You try to sound like him.
1: I uh, think. I, yeah well that was my original like yeah jordan was my original uh like influence for singing and then i got out of that nasally like yeah singing you phase. yeah so i stopped singing through my nose and actually like you know started singing from but my, that's you know, from that's my really cool <laughs> that you
0: guys um that you know you guys oh, yeah. you had like pop punk roots and you guys actually had worked together in a previous band uh, work musically together that's that's pretty awesome you know i kind of wish i had family that uh that i worked you know that i worked with making music fucking awesome
1: i was gonna say like what's cooler than having you and your brother like fucking you know when you get back to it like tour all the time making music like you oh, guys yeah. just know each other so well i'm sure and just like I think, I think that's i think it's pretty awesome
2: yeah yeah i, I mean part uh, part of it's probably because we uh, like, move, we moved overseas to England, too, like, when we were younger. Okay. So, oh, um, okay. but in between, we'd move back and forth from here and uh, Pennsylvania, like, quite frequently. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, I think that's probably, like, part of the reason, like, we didn't really have, like, friends. <laughs> like, every time, you know what I mean? Because it'd be, like, a new year or something like that. Sure. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, we're, yeah, we're close. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: guys, that's awesome.
2: That is awesome.
0: Um, so this is this is the uh, third full length studio album, and it seems like you know you guys got a lot of guests to appear on the record. Can you tell us like what the process of recording this was like, and how it kind of compared to previous albums, especially with like all the guests?
3: And we can talk more about your producer at this point too. Yeah, I mean, um, you know, I think all the features were done wherever. Yeah, the feature lived. <laughs> I mean, like uh, a yeah. France or Australia or like wherever. Um
0: so they weren't coming into a studio with you guys and recording these parts with no. you. They, no. They were basically in their own in different countries yeah. uh doing whatever they're doing. Correct.
3: Yep.
2: Yeah, it's 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 quite funny because uh Era just recorded with Carson and Grant too, like not too long after we did, like a couple months later. Um, And while while they were actually recording, we had that guest vocal like a year prior to that, like, I think JT did the vocal in March 2019. So we were kind of sitting on it for a while, but we ended up making a, a music video for the song Bloom. And we shot that in September. And I think he was supposed to, he was going to film his part. In Europe while Era was on tour, and we just kind of forgot about it because I think we went into the studio. Then we were on tour for like three weeks too. So while they were in Pennsylvania, uh, close by us, one of the off days, JT drove to Philly and we shot his part for the video. I think it was like the first day of March of last year. Mm-hmm. I remember it distinctively because the the COVID was on the uh, rise. Yeah, like that was pretty cool. I think I think one of the ideas that that I specifically had for this album was that we, we had the cover for a while, maybe, like, a year or so even before we recorded it. And I feel like that kind of gives us, like, hope to keep going when we see things like that, like artwork for releases we're, like, about to start working on and, and stuff. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, it's just, like, really inspiring, at least for me. Like, like, even right now, we already, like, have an idea of, like, what's next, but we don't really fully have, like, songs done or anything like that. Yeah. Um, but like yeah. our artwork and stuff, like we already have in mind and, and like a name and, and stuff like that. Um, but I feel like when we kind of look at the album cover for Mystic Auras, it's kind of like, you know, a different aura and like any city. And what we wanted to incorporate on this release was um, guest vocalists from other countries or areas. Right. right. And tie in with that theme. So um, I think everybody's from a different country except brian and jt are both from america but um okay. we, we were going to get ken from crossface i think on death effect originally because that's who, that's uh, nick's song and that's um who he picked first but his timeline didn't really meet up with ours <laughs> and, gotcha. and we, we we literally had to turn this bad boy in like <laughs> okay. like we had to turn it in and brian from currents um we're friends with so i just hit him up and he did the vocal and like what was it Nick like 24 hours or something like that? <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. A couple days, like, maybe yeah.
1: crazy.
0: So so how does it like compare to like previous records that you guys have done? Hmm. Was wow. the process? Like, was I mean, the recording different? I mean, I know you guys said that you use the same um, producer. But um, what uh, was
3: there anything that stood out like musically that was different? I mean um for this release we had um basically like everyone in the band kind of like just contribute like different songs like they you know like kind of were like in charge of um certain songs on the album so it gives off like a different vibe almost just to keep it kind of like fresh you know what i mean it's just um i don't know it's just a, a big difference to um kind of incorporate you know, kinda of like every member is like, okay, like this is right, you know, his main song he's been working on. We got our other guitarists, like, you know, interlude song and like a ballad song that he's doing. Um
0: That's awesome. So everyone had their own input.
3: Yeah, yeah. It's like um yeah. like the most collaborative effort we've like ever done. Yeah, I'd say like
2: as as far as like main songwriters, even like previous to this, our guitarist Jeff, like I mean, mo- most of it is, pretty, like, what you're hearing is pretty much all his music. Um, okay. You know, like, the, the latest uh, album does have Blake playing on it as well. And, uh, Jesus, i getting a FaceTime call.
3: <laughs> Fucking decline. Uh, I did, yeah. <laughs> it, it,
2: it, it was actually our album artist, Corey. Oh was it? Yeah, oh he he does all of our merch and like has done all of our past releases too. That's like a thing with our band that's cool too, is like it's very like lin- linear, I guess, in a sense. Yeah. yeah.
0: I was gonna I was gonna ask you about that because that, that you can definitely see the there's like an aesthetic, so that's on purpose, obviously. Yeah. That's mm. cool. So you guys have used the same artist to to do your stuff. Yep.
1: Love the artwork.
0: Yeah, it's Thank it's, it's definitely dope. It is. You know, it kind of reminds me of, and you probably heard this a million times, so I apologize in advance. Uh, but it reminds me of the artwork on uh, a day to remember, home, uh, homesick.
2: Oh, oh okay. okay, a
0: little bit.
3: Yeah, a little bit.
2: You know, I think it's funny somebody like said that about. And a data remember album, but it was like Bad Vibrations, is that what it's called, maybe? Oh, okay. And um I said that to our artist gory he was like, It's not even the same color palette. I don't know what that guy is. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was like, Yeah, I don't know, man. But yeah, like I, I think it's
0: not that kind of colour.
2: Yeah, vibe. I think I think I actually like drew like a really crappy sketch of it and I sent it to him and I was like, Yeah, like I forget what I told him. Like red, red, black, and white and yellow would be a cool vibe to it. And he actually like made it more like Miami Vice, like '80s, like type look. I guess you can say.
1: Oh, I, I like it. You know I mean, it looks like I it's like it. straight out of a comic book.
2: Yeah, it's pretty cool. You know, it's yeah. funny that I've never heard anybody say that yet. Yeah. And
1: oh, I was yeah. thinking about like when you were saying anime, I was like, you know, it looks kind of <laughs> like it's out of like a superhero <laughs> comic book. Maybe we
2: should. We, we really want to make like an, <laughs> an anime music video for Oh White or something sick. like that. Yeah, that'd be awesome.
0: You guys should definitely do that, man. Especially because it kind of connects to your history a bit there. Yeah, and who, who you guys are. That's that's awesome.
2: Well, Nick Nick showed me this. You guys should look this up afterwards too. But um, Nick showed me this band from Japan called Fact, and they have this song be called uh, The song's called Behind a Smile. And the music video was just a straight up anime video, and it's badass. Yeah. Like the music, sick. the music they made for it just works with it so well. Um, yep, awesome. And strangely enough, like they're actually one of our favorite bands now. And the vocalist hooked us up with some clothing company when we played Tokyo, and they like kind of sponsored our tour.
3: <laughs> that's
2: sick. So it's dude. Like, It's just so weird, like when you meet when you meet people, when things come into play like that. Yeah. One music video we watched in 2009. Here we are. (laughs) Yeah. That's
0: awesome. It's crazy. So I mean, speaking of touring, uh, you know, obviously, kind of impossible to tour at the moment. Yeah. But can you guys tell us what your plans are on promoting the album?
3: Yeah, I mean, um, I guess just right now in terms of. It's really hard to say anything for touring, but I think we're looking to like um, go like internationally uh, whenever we have the chance. Um, yeah, I mean uh, stuff just like overseas and stuff is better. So, so sure. you know, if
0: let's say if it's three months, four months, ten months from now, when you guys have the opportunity to tour this album, you're going to take the, the opportunity.
3: Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, um, I'm sure at some point something will open up, um, you know, hopefully um,
2: across the ocean somewhere. <laughs> Sooner. Um, yeah.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah it's, it's all like just a lot of planning. And yep. I think like, I think at this point, you know, it, it's almost like safer to go over and do China again. Okay. A couple of years ago. Cause they're, they're having like festivals and stuff in Wuhan. <laughs> like where and we're uh, like over here, like in complete chaos.
1: <laughs> yeah. 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 I,
2: I, I think in yeah. Japan they are, somewhat doing like smaller club shows right now too in, wow. in korea so yep. uh yeah america is just a little behind i guess
0: yeah right. unfortunately we have our opinions about why that that is but yeah. uh, we, won't, we won't get into that no. <laughs> uh so i mean you know yet. you guys you guys have toured like all over asia and stuff you know you, you just mentioned countries like China South Korea Japan yeah. but you know can you just tell us music peasants what that's like (laughs) like how sick is that
3: i mean it's it's like it's it's, yeah it's really cool i mean it's really hard though too um yeah yeah i mean um i mean japan's just like a really fun time sure like it's it's what would it's what it is exactly yeah Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. like when you go to china it's like
2: balls (laughs) to the wall (laughs) like Like, you wake up every day in fear like you're going to die
1: oh no what? <laughs> yeah.
0: What is happening in Japan?
3: A lot of good stuff.
2: Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Nicholas Cage on candy. That's what. Oh God. You know? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> everything's
1: neon colors. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. Awesome.
2: Well, you know, just touring in China is just <clears throat> completely different because you have to travel by train or plane. Like there is, there is no traveling in a van like from city to city like right. only in the city like the the country is very first world but in terms of like roads connecting other roads it's very third world like that just doesn't happen oh, there wow that's really I, I think they're really like expanding and working on that type of thing sure. right now because i remember when we were there last last time there was like you know plenty of construction even like two hours outside of a city like they would be building like newer roads and stuff like oh, that oh shit
0: wow that's really interesting do yeah. you guys have like a favorite spot
3: that you've toured,
1: Wuhan. Okay, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: for real though. I, I was gonna even... say, are you talking with
0: us
3: right now. No, no, we're not. Yeah, they're, they're, tell, us,
0: tell us why. Why Wuhan What's so great about I think it. You
3: can take this one. <laughs> so when we did like our first run, like uh, like five years ago or whatever, we I think that was the first place we ever played. In china wuhan and um, yeah it was just like a really like special moment there's like a lot of, a lot of really cool um drunk chinese people came out to see us um <laughs> right right below the venue is a, a bar called the wuhan prison what yeah and you get really fucked up there and stuff So, <laughs> uh, you, know, you know of course we went on like the second leg and we it was we happened to play the same venue. It was it was remodeled this time, but it was still the same um, same place, same you know Wuhan prison. And um, you know we just um, you know ate some things we probably shouldn't
2: have. And, uh, you know it was, it was just a wild time. Um, yeah, it was. was it drugs?
3: <laughs> I really,
2: oh, yeah. I I really had trouble getting up the next day. I think they like I think they literally had to carry me, something <laughs> like that.
1: Holy shit. <laughs>
3: Yeah, it was. Well, I mean, it was like a like a brownie or something like that.
1: Ah, okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, Chinese brownie. Yeah. I got you.
3: Delicious. But there
1: was.
2: I, I don't know what was in there, but it did not feel right. <laughs> it was green tea. Uh, it was uh, green no. tea.
0: <laughs> so it wasn't sake, though. That's for damn sure. Yeah. Now, uh, what
2: do we drink? What do we drink there? Suntou. Uh, What's oh, Tsingtao. Oh, yeah, Tsingtao. No. Yeah, and... Um, Their
1: beer. Oh. <laughs> uh, some
2: kind of Chinese liquor or something like that. Yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> oh, man.
2: It gets the blood going,
1: oh, you know? Yes.
3: <laughs> nice. Yeah. Don't drink the water.
1: Oh, no, no.
0: Oh, nope. Shit. <laughs> you heard it here first, guys, on Taste of Vinyl. Do not drink the water in Wuhan.
3: No, I mean... Sure. I. You know, I, I always like, you know, bottled water and stuff, yep. especially, uh, you know, I mean, if you're, especially if you're like a tourist, you, you're just not used to the germs and stuff sure. over there. Sure. So you're, you're bound to, you're bound to like get diarrhea or like <laughs> stuff like that really fast, you know? Oh, sure.
2: Think, weren't we both sick last time we were there and like in the second half of the tour? Yeah, we were. Yeah. Like I, I remember flying to South Korea and I literally had to lay down on like one of the, all the seats in the back of the plane, or something like oh, that. I come, like really sick. Um, that sucks, dude. But, yeah, yeah. It, ha- it happens. That's that's like a situation you got to face. Like, oh shit, I'm sick on an international tour, oh. and I have diabetes too. Like, what the hell am I? Oh, going to oh, so it's like I don't know. You just got to you just got to roll with the punches, man.
0: Mm. Wow. I mean, I hope you never got diarrhea on stage because that would fucking suck. Came
3: close, man. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Man. Definitely came close. Jesus, that kimchi, dude! Yeah. Oh, yeah.
0: oh no! <laughs> oh. oh, you
3: guys! It what was close, sh- man. I tell you what, like the toilets, you know, it's just the hole in the ground. So yes, oh, fuck oh, off! Man. No, yeah, you better, you better, you better aim your ass, you know, You're in, your ass. in the right yeah, spot. Yeah, I'm dead <laughs> ass. Yeah, I,
1: I have to say, I was in Japan, and I know, like, they do the same oh, thing. Yeah. Uh, the about, it was at least ten years ago now, and oh, I'm a, I'm six foot four, so I'm a pretty big guy, and you know I'm like, oh dude, uh, I'll be right back. I have to go to the bathroom. I didn't know what the f- I was like, what the fuck is this hole in the floor? <laughs> I was like, what what is this? I was like, where's the toilet? <laughs> yeah, there ain't no toilet. No, no I just pretty- sat, I guess I was like, I just sat down and yeah, you, you I, I just sat favorite? down. You know what else there isn't in China? Toilet paper. Toilet paper. Just, what? Yeah. How do you no, they dress? have ass, no to- dude. They have no toilet paper. You just—is it, is it the bidet? Do they have like the, the no? The thing? They didn't have that either, dude. I'm you sorry. sat down, you took a shit, you got up, you pulled your pants up, and you just walked no, out. No, no,
0: no. no, that's not real. I am belie-
1: <laughs> not honestly, real. I had to, I had to find a ra- it's I, have, real. I had a rag in my pocket, and I was like tearing it up just oh, to my use God, it. No, I tore it into three, and I was like, what the fuck is this? That's a have smart you guys? Man right there, yeah. smart man. <laughs> I just, I, I, I just happened to be really lucky. It made me think of like, have you guys ever seen Demolition Man? I was thinking like the three seashells. The three seashells? You don't know what the three seashells are for. And it's just like, you never find out what they're for. You never know how they use them.
0: Right. (laughs) The the difference is is there were no, there were, there were even seashells there.
1: Nope, there's nothing, man. It was just supposed to, it was was like walking into a, pull your pants up and fuck off. It was like walking into a shower stall where there's no shower. There's just a hole in the middle of the floor and you sit down. That is. You squat down. You squat. You squat. You're not supposed to sit on the floor, but it's still hard. You're like fucking aiming a missile into a little hole. <laughs> That's awesome. not well, to sound gross, but yeah. <laughs> well, I,
0: you know, I see why you guys can't wait to go to go <laughs> <Yeah>. back. Man, <there. laughs> <laughs> because I of that. <laughs> So uh, <laughs> switching gears for a second, guys. That's fun. Uh, that that was awesome. Thank you for for those stories. We got plenty. Uh, we got yeah.
2: He he was talking about like a cloth. I think our drummer used his sock that was on.
1: He just took off a shoe really quick. He was he was like, I didn't know what else to do. Well, you don't know what to do, and you don't know who to ask because. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> like what do I do? <laughs> Yeah. You're stuck, so it makes, it's a,
0: it begs the question, what the fuck is everyone else doing there?
1: I don't know cuz you can't ask. You, like unless you know Japanese or Chinese. And that's insane. That's yeah.
0: insane. So I have a friend who's in Japan and we like we have like game night like every fr- every Friday night. That's cool. I have to ask her
3: this. I need to know like what <laughs> the fuck is going on over there because wow. Yeah, man. There's a lot more toilets and like traditional toilets in Japan
2: compared yeah, to China. Yeah, sure, like- sure. Yeah, China there is sure <laughs> in the oh. hotels that we usually stay at. Um, sure, like venues and stuff, like trains and stuff. Like probably not.
1: <laughs> right, and I was gonna say, I was gonna say, I was in a, it was in a train state at a train station or something somewhere public, but yeah, the hotels are like the. Um, you know your main the yeah, mainstream like, stays oh, have actual toilets, yeah. But those yeah. public places don't really.
0: I think we spent at least about ten minutes on on toilets and shittings. Oh yeah, well, and this will stay in. a, a <laughs> great a great
1: episode. These stories.
0: <laughs> but uh, switching gears, <laughs> you guys, you, you guys were originally signed to We Are Triumphant back in twenty fifteen. Then in 2018, briefly to CI Records, which is a hometown record label. And then you announced in 2020 that you re-signed with We Are Triumphant. So, I mean, that's like quite a ride. Not as, you know, not as uh, much of a ride as Japan or China, but we're sure, you know, that, that it makes for kind of an interesting dynamic at this point between the band and the record label. Can you, like... Tell us what prompted the move, like originally from We Are Triumphant to CI Records and then back.
2: Yeah, so I think so before we were, I think we recorded Frigid Future in 2015, and we just kind of got done wrapping up. And I remember Victory Records show their interest in the album, and (laughs) we were just kind of waiting on them for like months to give us like their final an- answer wow. <clears throat> and um yeah eventually they were just like i guess they they said the office was like kind of mixed they had mixed feelings about us but mm-hmm. yeah you know, i was like them, then. some of the bands you guys signed okay like, like <laughs> oh, my <God>. so, um, <laughs> yeah i think we reached out to we are triumphant was one of the labels we submitted to um I don't even remember why I, I, maybe I was just sh- uh just shopping it around or something like that, okay, um but Greg hit us up, and we i think we eventually said yes, and at this time we already had a label a record label in Japan that we signed to first, so that's kind of one of the reasons why we have been going over to Asia a lot and' because oh, <clears> our fan base is like i guess bigger than what it what was over here at the, at the time and stuff like that. Um, wow. so they hooked us up with, um, the artery foundation for management and stuff. And, you know, like it, it like did okay, but I think at the end of the day, we were like trying to find like a new label after that. Um, yeah. because like. It's really weird like when you when you get signed as a band like the work doesn't stop. You have to work like even harder than you did before. <laughs> like people oh, think okay. it's, people think it's kind of like a thing where you know like oh these dudes are going to do everything for us now. Like let's just not do anything. Like it doesn't work that way. But I think I think ultimately like the management that we had, they were just kind of like trying to get us onto Victory Records then. And our drummer Cody was working for label CI Records at the time. We Sort of just recorded Spirit Vessel, and we had a tour to go back to Asia a second time. So we had to put this thing out, and uh, we put it out. We okay. put it out through CI, but we never signed a deal with them or anything like that. Oh. Essentially, you know, like labels are just banks; they loan us money to tour. Sure. They loan us that money. We paid them back with interest, and we were done. Like that was it. A, a month or so later, oh, uh, wow. I, don't, I don't think we really like. It was kind of just like a last option for us. I think at that. Okay. Point um but yeah and like we just were really unhappy with like the way they kind of handle things yeah so we recorded mystic auras and and like i don't know what it is but for some reason like labels just like never want to take a chance on us and um like we were talking to we were talking to greg again from uh, we are triumphant um and he lo- like loved it, and he re-signed our, like, back catalog, including Spirit Vessel. Like, we just yanked that shit oh, cool. for, like, the wow. records. So we were like, this is fucking ours. We didn't sign anything.
0: This is, fu- is ours. You're right, like, yeah. Like, oh, like, like we, we, we paid
2: to record the whole thing, and everything, like, was already fucking, like, polished and done even before that. So, wow. Okay. Um, so, yeah, like, Greg signed all, signed all of our stuff with, like, a really good deal, actually. Like, like the, the artist won in this, in this case. So, <laughs> That's awesome.
0: Um, well, I'm glad to hear that, man. You guys deserve it.
2: Thank you. Thank
0: you. Cool. Right. Thanks. Thanks for uh, thanks for explaining that because I thought I, you know I I'm like well this is kind of confusing like yeah know, it
2: is yeah, yeah. that well, makes I sense. mean you know you know we're we're a band that like <clears throat> we we move we were like a big machine we move slowly and um you know all of our records like take time and they cost so much money to make and stuff sure. like that yeah. and we're usually the ones funding it at this point like like these labels and and people in the industry, like they don't care about like funding your shit unless you already have something done to show them. Like, they right. don't, it's, right. it's, it, to me, it's becoming like more backwards. And I'm sure there's even like a lot of labels out there that make you pay money to be on them or something stupid like that. I'm sure. you know? um, but you know, like a label we pursued was sharp tone and like, they just didn't seem like they wanted to take it at the time, which is cool. But right. um, you know, actually I think, I think our contract is up now with, with Want after this release. So um, yeah, hopefully we can get something cool um, coming up, like UNFD or Sharptone or something this time around.
1: Mm-hmm. Cool, cool. cool.
0: Oh, good luck to you guys, man. Thank you. Absolutely. So we kind of hate asking the influence question. I feel like it's kind of lazy. Um, you know, it's obvious. Uh, and you guys have probably talked about it a million times in these interviews. Mm-hmm. But we hear a lot of different sounds coming through when listening to your record. You know, bands like A Day to Remember, Dance Gavin Dance, Seosin, Bless the Fall, even like Polyphia come to mind. Can you tell us if we hit on something there or, you know, elaborate, expand, you know, what, what bands do you guys draw from?
3: Definitely, you uh, like we've listened to those bands like um, in the past. I mean, um,
2: and played. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And so, what? I mean, that again? oh, yeah, we, we've like played with most of them. The oh, band. you have? Yeah. cool. Yeah. Oh, cool. Probably just like just like one off like shows and stuff, not like okay. hours or still, anything. but
0: still yeah. pretty fucking cool. Okay.
2: Yeah, so
3: I mean I mean, just being in like the scene for like, you know, a while, you just um you know, you kinda listen to their music like oh, that's cool, you know what I mean? And then um i s I'd say, you know, like I mean Silverstein's probably like a really big influence for us especially, you know what I mean?
2: It's just Yeah, we're uh, on that punk shit. Yeah. <laughs> we're on that punk shit. Um whole week bread holy right. bread big influence yeah like i mean we kind of grew up more like listening to like i guess like post-hardcore like pop-punk bands like that okay. but yeah like definitely like you know like blink newfound glory you know like nick loves Holy bread like Holy bread are like fucking incredible i love love the band too yeah. but,
3: um
2: you know i feel like later i think we were kind of like later we were we were we were late bloom and getting into metal i think um okay. really, really around the time those scene bands like at least for me like attack attack and the devil wears prada and stuff is kind of when i got more so into uh in metal. the metal more yeah
0: sound yeah. that's cool see i i like when i when i heard you guys i like the first thing i thought of was bless the fall and like i'm a huge fan of bless the fall like that's i cool. want i want to interview Bo so bad not gonna <laughs> happen but sadly <laughs> sadly but um do you guys are you fans of the band have you listened to them
3: oh yeah definitely okay. man yeah i mean not like so much like newer stuff but um yeah fuck what was that album called um awakening
2: awakening i oh, know for that. that witness witness yeah witness and, was and, and, oh you know I, li- I really like his last walk too
0: <laughs> that was with um Rick yeah that yeah, the other the original singer
2: yeah, like I, 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 never, was, I never
0: listened to that album.
2: Uh, wh- when I first got into that band, I think that's like the first, the first thing that I heard was like, uh, oh, "Okay, guys, like you make us look bad," and there's another song, "Rise Up," I think. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, those are that. Cool. Uh, that's a really good album, actually. Um, you know, they kind of they kind of have like similar voices. Maybe that maybe that's why Bo was selected to be like their new vocalist or whatever. Yeah, yeah, but Witness is a sick album.
0: <laughs> it is. It's so it's so fucking good, man. I saw them. I never heard of them, and I saw them on on tour. They opened for a Treyu, and I'm like, who the fuck are these guys, man? They blew me away, and I listened to that album like nonstop. And you know, I followed their career, listened to like all their stuff. You know, their newer stuff, I'm not too crazy about either. It sounds like you guys aren't either, but I definitely, I just wanted to, you know, see like how. You know, if there was any kind of connection or influence there, because um, I definitely, me personally, I heard it, but it sounds like maybe not.
2: <laughs> well, well, I mean, that's that's not partly true. I mean, like I feel like Nick really likes dance Gavin dance a lot. Okay. Um, and our guitarist Blake, I'm, I'm I think when you said Polyphia, you're probably talking about our interlude Midnight Eyes. He he's like a really big intervals Pliny Polyphia guy. Okay. Um, and like this is his first record recording with us, and I wanted okay. to kind of like show his influence on it too. Like his yeah. the two songs that he wrote were Midnight Eyes and Dissolve.
1: Cool, so, very sick.
2: cool. But yeah, like all, all those bands, like you mentioned, like we pretty much like are influenced by those bands. I guess you could yeah. say, like like Sayo's in, Like I'm a big fan of translating the name EP. Oh, and wow, stuff yeah. so good.
0: Yeah, I, I definitely hear. Like the in like the guitar melodies, I, I feel like there's like that polyphia influence coming through and I love it, man. I think it's awesome. So we would be remiss not to talk about vinyl. This is a show about vinyl. Mm. We're finally getting to it. <laughs> uh, we understand you guys both collect vinyl, but it seems like Nick, you're the bigger vinyl collector.
3: I don't think so. No? No, oh. I mean I think Al has you have more oh, right? okay. Oh, man. It's close. Um, oh, count okay. it
1: up. Count it up. We'll wait. Uh, I'm not <laughs> <counting on this. laughs> Let's see the numbers. I mean, <laughs> I don't know. It's like,
2: you know, we both have collections. Yeah, I mean, you know, obviously we're about collecting the most exclusive variant like everyone else. Come on. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but, um yeah, like anytime something like Super Limited comes out, like I'm trying to get that shit. <laughs> oh, definitely, man. How
0: did you guys start like like collecting vinyl? Like what got you on the path of the vicious cycle of wanting to buy <laughs> limited variants?
1: Um
3: <laughs> yeah. I, don't, I don't know. I think like one of the first um vinyl records I got was um I think it was the Wonder Years Suburbia I've given you all um from like Hot Topic. Oh nice. So, <laughs> Yeah, that's I still love that shit. That's
1: awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, that's a great he's album.
0: Hot topic, He the first record I ever got was the and I've said this a million times before on the show, but Chris gave me my first record ever mm-hmm. before I had a player. He was just like here and he gave me um, three cheers for sweet revenge, and it was mm-hmm. a hot topic pressing. Wow. And that. That's what led me down this whole path. Yeah,
1: that's dope. Yeah, man, hot topic did a lot. They got out too. I feel like they got out too soon. But now, seeing how many people or how many stores do variants, uh-huh. I could yeah. see why they're like you know they were on the train first, and then they're just yeah. like, Let's slowly get out that. of this. They, 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 <laughs> I feel like
0: Newberry Comics is kind of the new. Yeah. Yeah, Hot topic. Definitely.
1: That or like um, amoeba. Yeah, it's There's a couple. Walmart and Target, or even doing urban Urban Outfitters. Yeah, that's yeah. Like a, yeah.
0: I don't even care if it's coming from Target or Walmart. I don't care what it says on there. Does it look good? Does it sound good? Mm-hmm. Right, right. That's it. That's, that's all I care about, man. I I got that Stone Temple Pilots pressing from Walmart. Oh,
1: of course,
0: of course. It's fucking gorgeous. First of all, it's beautiful, yeah. and it sounds fantastic. So like, whatever. I don't. I don't care if it says
3: Target or Walmart on it. I really don't. I feel that. I feel that. Definitely. Yeah.
2: Cool. I, think, I think my first vinyl that I. This is the the earliest I can remember. It was either like funeral for a friend, which actually comes from this shop uh, in England called Banquet Records. You guys should look. You guys should look yes. it up too, because they they actually have autographed ones and they
1: yeah. Oh, I I know Banquet. And yeah, he's yeah. shaking his head because he he's like, you know everything.
2: Fucking dick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but they will literally have like signed CD or, mm-hmm. or or vinyl, and they'll they have like you know twenty copies. Like the bands come in store and sign it and stuff. Um, yeah, yeah. But That's I cool. think I think uh, Bring Me the Horizon released Semper Eternal, and it it was like the most exclusive variant from like the Epitaph store, and like the first time they were on Epitaph, I think in America. Oh no, no, no. Maybe they signed to Sony, but they were still on Epitaph in America. Yeah, but yeah, that it was like it's like translucent gold color, and it's like the oh. rarest shit. Like I looked it up the other day, I didn't realize how much it was worth.
1: Oh man,
0: <laughs> isn't that crazy, dude? We yeah. talk about it all the time. It's like that My Chemical Romance album that he got me probably for what was it like twenty bucks or something yeah,
1: like it was that. Probably like yeah, it's probably like twenty bucks.
0: 20, 25 bucks is now worth like two hundred and fifty dollars. Insane, yeah, nuts, man. I love it. Wow,
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah.
0: fantastic. And speaking of sick. Color variants. You guys actually released a really cool variant called Midnight Eyes for the new re- for the new record, Mystic Auras, which you only pressed a hundred of, very limited pressing, okay. Which is you sold it on your Bandcamp website. It included a signed insert, handwritten lyric sheet, a signed poster. And, of course, it's already sold the fuck out, and Chris got his hands on it. Well, up.
2: good news for you. We secretly just put one up, like, a few hours ago. Shut That's up.
1: Go, go, go get yeah. it, man.
2: All right. Oh, and this time, uh, this is the Pink Dawn variant, and there's only a 150 And we're, we're literally, like, not going to do any more, though, after this. Um, signing? Are,
0: are you signing?
2: Yeah, this is oh, the, the same, same stuff. Same stuff? Yeah. Um,
0: awesome. So... Anybody who's listening to this, first of all, I just want to say like, the album is so fucking sick. Anyone who's listening who gives a shit about anything that's limited and loves any kind of metalcore, anything, any pop punk, stuff like that, please get your hands on this record because it is going to be so valuable one day. Yeah. Don't fuck it <laughs> up. Do not fuck this up. Buy this record. <laughs> okay i'm done with, yes. I'm, 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 no I'm
2: surprised that we like sold all those out to be honest with you but i mean people have been messaging me just being like oh is there do you have any more i was like dude no <laughs> like, yeah right there, yeah. there is no more and i think like our, our decision to make another pressing was like well i mean if we don't even have any for like touring in the future or something like we should probably okay. get some more now while they're like you know at the plant and stuff so right um
0: and, and so like tell us about that like because I wanted to ask, like, how involved are you guys in the whole, like, vinyl pro, like, getting process? Like, are you designing the color variant, the number of pressings, like, w- w- what's included? Like, how deep into the process are you?
2: We did all of it. Yeah. All of it, oh, yeah. that's awesome! Wow. Yeah, yeah, like so. Um, yeah, like we work. So our, our artist that does all of our work, his name's Corey Swope. Yeah. Uh, he's done work for like Kurt Travis, uh, Anthony Fantano, a bunch of other people I just can't remember right now. But um, yeah, like he's, he's he's sort of like our best friend too. And he's been doing artwork for our band like since the beginning. Um, so yeah, we worked on this whole release with him and kind of like what the insert pages would be. And we, we took those insert pages and made them like single artwork covers for all the previous singles that are out too. <clears throat> but there's like another insert also. Oh, An, an order right now I see... Uh, that, up.
1: that could have been me. Yeah,
2: I think it was you, yeah.
1: I've now ordered both. <laughs> you son of a bitch.
2: <laughs> Dude, thank you. Oh yeah. yeah. Yeah, thank you. Thank yeah, you so looking. much,
1: man. Dude, it looks sick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I
2: think I think the mock up we have like the purple will look more like fuchsia color kind of like the other one does sort yeah. of match the album cover, but I couldn't find like a mock up online that looked similar to like what we wanted to do. <laughs> so yeah, like that part is hard. Like we can't just like create like an image of like what the vinyl looks like or something like that. But we can but right, we can right. try and we can try and find like real ones that look that way and right. show them.
0: Who did you guys work with? What um what company?
2: So yeah, I mean we're on We Are Triumphant, but we have like <clears throat> creative freedom to kind of do that with, with all of our physical like anything. Yeah. Um we actually go I think for Frigid Future we went through this company called Solid Merch, but they're actually uh the parent company is A to Z. So, okay. Right, right. So for Mystic Auras, we went through A to Z Media, and they usually do like uh, Sumerian Records releases, and I think maybe Fearless. I think. Okay. But, oh, oh, okay. But yeah, so uh, I mean, we we have like a decent relationship with those guys, and we were talking to them. They they're really cool. Like they take their time with us and everything, and kind of like explain to us if anything's wrong. But nothing's been like that so far. We'd send like rotate like a template or something like that. That's about <laughs> it. <laughs> um, but the last the thing we did last minute with with it was. Um, the vinyl actually comes in like a, a sleeve and on the outside, it's like the, all the lyrics. So it's not just like one of those white paper sleeves. Like it okay. goes into something else. That's so cool. originally we forgot to put the lyrics on there, but not anymore. <laughs> <Put it there. laughs> not anymore, baby. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Um,
0: I was going to ask if there were plans for future pressings of this record, but you already answered yeah, that. Yeah.
2: That, that, I think that is literally the only.
0: That's, that's going to be it. After yeah. This.
2: tone. After yeah, one- yeah, for eight. sure. We're we're not yeah. going to do that unless, like, you know, like the label like wants to do it and pay for it completely or something like that. So, we're right, not right. doing that. <laughs> so, which yeah. plan won't happen? Which probably won't happen if we're not going to be on the label anymore?
0: So, right, like, right. Gotcha. Any plans like for what's next? Like, what do you guys have anything in the works that you might want to talk
2: about? Well, telephone just came out today, like a few hours ago. Right. Um, it's on Dreambound. Uh, yep. That that video was pretty fun to make definitely hot as balls when we made it too. <laughs> but uh, I think, you know, like most most of our cards are already on the table right now. We've just been kind of slowly dropping stuff like that. Uh, yeah. Hopefully we can make a video. Uh, we're releasing a track by track video that we shot like in a studio uh, maybe like a month or so ago, I think, Nick, right? Yeah, something like that. We had, like, so much Chick-fil-A afterwards, too. We were like, (laughs) ah! But, yeah. But, yeah, I mean, it would be cool if we can do, like, another music video. But I think um, just the way that everything's going right now, we were trying to get ready for, like, maybe a tour or something like that. But it doesn't really look like that's kind of going in that direction. So I think the the plan is to record a couple of songs sometime in the spring that we already have, like, time blocked out for. So, hopefully hopefully we can make it happen because in my point of view i think we should just work on like a new release because we're all just kind of sitting at home not doing anything (laughs) sure now's the time yeah. yeah exactly now's the time do it
0: that's awesome well thank you guys so much for answering all our questions all our mystic auras questions we're really excited about the album everybody please check it out it's fantastic and like we said definitely pick up one of those very limited pressings because it comes with a lot of cool stuff and it's on the Bandcamp site. Search Ascent Like Wolves. And the album again is called Mystic Auras. So thank you again, guys, for for answering our questions. And that brings us to On the Platter. Oh,
2: God, it's so good. Mm, So good and tasty.
0: So Today, we are talking about The Used, the self-titled album, which was released back in June of 2002. So this record, I mean, talk about, you know, you guys were talking about how you guys were late to like the metal. I was late on a lot of shit. And this was definitely one of those records that I was late on. I probably started listening to it in about at about I guess it was maybe 2013, something wow. like that, 2012, 2013. Late to the and game, I'm, and I was like,
1: <laughs> "This
0: is this is just an uh, just a a recurring theme with me." But um, yeah, I was like, "Man, these guys are so good." Does anyone know about this?
1: It's <laughs> so good. Meanwhile, it came out eleven years earlier.
0: <laughs> i mean it's fan- it's a fantastic record yeah. man uh you guys i mean we're talking you guys were talking about how you know like certain bands had influenced you earlier um was this was this an album that uh definitely i either influenced you or maybe made you you know motivated you to want to create music
3: oh yeah 100 percent, man yeah yeah i think we even like recorded was it on on my own yeah, on your yeah, on my own on like a really crappy, like eight track thing. We got a flea market. Did we? Uh, nice. Do you remember that? Dude, no. You remember we bought? Yeah, we got like a really weird like like old timey uh-huh. thing from like a flea market, and we we recorded like you know, like you pretty much like playing acoustic guitar and singing like that song. Oh uh, yeah, well, on my own. Yeah.
2: Where where was this at? What, um, what year was this man. <laughs> Was this nineteen seventy eight? Like you know, like like two thousand. <laughs> when, when was two thousand two thousand six? Maybe. Oh, really? Years before you yeah. were born. Like then. Oh, that's weird. I don't. I can't, Don't really remember that. I guess. Sort of, sort of. Like it. It's there, but we were in Granny's living room, just like
3: fucking around on it, like huh. this, like thing. You don't remember that? No. That's oh. Nuts. Well, there
2: you go. There's a good story. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's. It's, uh, you know, like that first used album, I think somebody, some girl I was talking to over here, like introduced me to that album. But I think it it must have been like right before Lives for the Liars came out or something Mm -hmm. like that. And that's when I listened to them. She was like, Oh, yeah, in love and in love and death, like that one sucked. I was like, <laughs> she was like the first. She was like the first one is gold. Like that one's gold. So I, oh, you yeah, know, of course, me being being some impressionable teenager trying to like, you know, get with this girl or whatever. Uh-huh. Like, yeah, yeah. Um, I was like, oh, I'm gonna <laughs> listen to this this first used album and see what it's about.
1: Right. <laughs> and it was really right. fucking good.
2: And that's, that's uh-huh. kind of like been one of my biggest influences, probably like as a vocalist too. Um, that's awesome. he's a really good vocalist and uh, yeah. I think we saw them in like 2009 or something like that, didn't we? Okay. Maybe even before that too. Or yeah,
3: after. I, I think it was around
2: then, yeah. Definitely. I, think we, I think we've seen them twice, but so we got to meet the band and stuff like that after the show, which is oh, still
1: like, like in, awesome. in uh, Lancaster too. Um, nice, in nice. Chameleon. Yeah. Um,
0: I, Chris, have you seen them live?
1: Yes, yeah, I saw them Um, 24 24- 15, I think it was was the first time I ever saw them and, and they were amazing
0: okay yeah I like saw Starland. them I saw them oh really yeah. oh that's a small venue man for that yeah that's awesome I, I don't remember I think I saw them at like Playstation Theater and it was like 2016 oh, or 2017 and they were touring they were doing one day they were doing uh, their self titled oh, and then yeah. the next night they were doing in love and death
1: Right, right. And I was mad
0: because I couldn't see them the first night. Oh see the self titled. But I ended up seeing In Love and Death. And that was still it was still fantastic. They're amazing live. Definitely.
2: Oh yeah. I think one of the albums I was really into by them though was Lies for Liars, like when that came out. I don't know. This is like really interesting like album from them, I guess. They kind of have like that fairy tale Pixar vibe to their music or some shit like that. You know what I mean? kind of do. Yeah.
1: That's a really.
0: Holy shit, man! You just blew my mind because like as soon as you said it, I knew exactly what you meant.
2: It's like their Alice in Wonderland themes or something like in their albums or something like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. What a great
0: perspective on that. <laughs> shit! Now I'm gonna re-listen to all their stuff and I'm gonna hear that i would be like fucking
2: Al, man. Yeah. <laughs> at, at, at least those first three, I feel like, are definitely like that. Yeah. Um, our artwork is like a probably like the last real like album by then that I kind of gave a chance and I really liked it. But I've I, been I,
0: honest, I, I didn't I, listen to
2: it. I've seen that new one around floating around artwork. It looks pretty interesting. I totally gonna right. check it out. And they have a song featuring Mark Hoppus. I mean, like, come on. I'm like, you know what I mean.
0: We love Blank, like man. I want to hear
2: what Mark Hoppus has to say on a new song,
0: right? <laughs> okay, see, I didn't know that he was uh, he did guest vocals on a song on that record, so I'm gonna have to listen to it. The,
2: the newest one he did, I think. Yeah, yeah. Heartwork. Heart yeah, and and I think I think Travis Barker has like a feature, and, and Caleb Showo oh, is on man. one. <laughs> That's Very fucking cool. awesome.
0: I mean, look, they're they're a great band and definitely an influential band. Um, you know, obviously. It was hard for me to, to notice their influence because I didn't listen to them until, you know, it was like way too late. But uh, <laughs> still, I'm glad I'm still I'm still glad that I was able to, to, to hear them um, and uh, and become a fan. But I have a pretty I mean, my pressing of this record is a dope pressing. It's like uh, black and purple in the middle. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know what the hell it's called. I have no idea like what you call it. Um, but it's a dope because they're pretty. Oh, they're is it like
2: a blob. Yes, like, that's what right, it's called. Right. Yeah. Blob. Oh, okay. It's a blob then. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Yep. Um, Col- color is it? Color in color. I think that's. I think that's actually the correct word. Color, okay. And color.
0: Color in color. Yeah. You would know because you've got the experience. I literally
2: ju- like. I think that's what actually mid- the midnight eyes variant was meant to be. Oh. That. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. But we we switched it to side A slash side B type because it. Kind of looks like a swirl, like the aura, or yeah, something, yeah. something like that. So that's why we. It's so made it fucking in. dope.
0: Mm-hmm. But uh, sorry, uh, back to
3: the the used record. Do you guys do you guys own it on vinyl? Um, I, I don't think I do.
2: I'll shake it as I, I, no. I want it so badly, but I don't. It's like one thing. That's one thing I've been looking for lately, because because like, you know, Tim was kind of asking me. Yeah, like, what, you know, records, like, influence you guys? And, like, some of them we have with vinyl, but, like, not everything, obviously, but that's, that's like, something I've been looking up on Discogs <laughs> lately. Um, yeah. Especially since he asked me that question, and he was like, oh, like, they want to talk about the use." I was like, fuck, man, like, I wonder how much it is on Discogs. That was like, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. My I native instinct.
0: My, I got my copy on eBay for, like, I paid, I want to say it was, like, 50, 55 or 60 bucks, something like that. Wow, Okay. And that's just, you know, like, that's the nature of the game, you know? Like, it is what it is. The fact of the matter is, though, that they used, puts out, like, really sick limited runs. Like, they, they, they're, they like, really pretty. Like, just yeah. a lot of, like, really nice-looking records. Exactly,
2: yeah. Yeah, those yeah. heartwork heart uh, variants looked pretty cool, actually. Yeah, that's man. One, that's one of the reasons why I was um, want to check the album out. I, I saw the vinyl, and I was like...
0: <laughs> I wonder what this sounds like. Yeah, uh, dude, isn't that? But see, see, that's so cool. That like the way that a variant looks can interest you enough to be like, let me listen to this album. Yeah, you know what I mean. Because yeah. that'll you to things that it normally that you normally wouldn't be exposed to
2: yeah it's 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 like uh judging a book by its cover essentially but like you know what I mean like you like your your interest is, is peaked in that that sense um like I'm sure like Nick Nick you like own a lot of Chuck Palahniuk books I'm sure like those covers probably interested you to just read them in general you know what I mean oh yeah definitely yeah the artwork and stuff um you know it's really it's a big factor
3: in buying music a lot of times. <laughs> yeah. Sure. I've heard
0: that. I, you know. I've heard, I've heard people just going into a record store, looking at the artwork and like, Oh man, this is fucking cool. I'm just going to buy it. Yeah. Just because True. it looks cool, you know? Yeah. And then it ends up sounding fucking amazing. And then you become a fan of this band. So yeah, it's, it's all, it's, it's, it's all art. It's all tied in. And it's great that you guys take that much care into the artwork on your records and your variance so cuz it, it it you could tell it means something to you mm-hmm. and the people definitely. who care like yeah. us are going to take that into account and appreciate that i think sure
3: definitely man yeah i mean you know we try to please as many people as we can and you know if we think something like that would look good you know, i mean we have faith other people will kind of think the same thing and you know kind of like cherish it as well
0: Absolutely, man. So definitely get yourselves a copy of the uh, the used self-title record, oh, man. Oh, yeah,
2: dude. I, <laughs> I think the the variant you mentioned, the the Color and Color one, I, I saw that on Discogs, I think. Like, oh, you did? Days ago, I was like, oh, that one looks pretty cool. Do you remember I,
3: how much it was?
2: I don't, but, you know, obviously I'm trying to find one that's more like... Um, like yellow and brown like the cover or something like, like the that. cover yeah like, i think yeah. that's something we were talking about while you stepped away like i like the yeah. one of the reasons why we designed in the way that we did for our album too is because yes. the, the color palettes so like the same and yeah i'm sure like people like that stuff because i do nick does
3: absolutely
2: but yeah i mean speaking of just like crazy vinyl i don't know if you guys listen to the black dahlia murder at all but they're like late they're like latest record they put out on vinyl and go look this up online it it was like filled with slime on the inside. Oh like, man, it's shit! One of those. Oh, that's sick. yeah. And I saw they posted it, and they only made fifty of them, and they were one hundred and fifty bucks. And oh. they only, holy crap! They released oh. thirty-five to the public or something like that. And oh, I, I at the time I was like, man, do I do I do I do it? Do I do it? And I was yes. like, man, I got I got to think about that. It's a lot of money, and then it was gone yeah. like twenty I'm- months later. Fuck, but it dude. looks really cool because their album cover is green, and there's it looks like green slime like on the inside of the, the record.
3: Oh, that's oh, dope!
0: That's sick. That's dope. Yeah. yeah, definitely matching the the outside artwork to the to the record itself is is something that you know I know I appreciate. It's fucking cool, man. If I could find guys, something like
2: that. Do you guys know if the the self titled used album was pressed on vinyl and
1: originally in two thousand two? It was because I owned it at one point. Now, it was, yeah, it was black. They didn't have any variants at the time. It was just straight black. Hopeless actually, uh, Hopeless and Newberry actually, not too long ago, had a couple variants of their own. And Hopeless, once in a while, actually puts up a new variant here and there. But yeah, so I had that for I don't know how many years. And then I sold it for probably like 150. Wow. I I sold it for 150 because I saw it go up on Hopeless. Um, as a variant that I really wanted, which was actually like it's um, it's actually a cream color with like a oh. black splatter. Wait, so is that what you exact, have? This is the yeah, yeah. Is that what you like, have right yeah. now?
0: Can you pull it yeah. out?
1: Yeah, yeah. Let me just grab it here. Yeah. <laughs> it's really, it's pretty. <laughs> just
0: geeking out about vinyl. I love this yeah. man. Yeah, pull it out.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Whip, whip it out, man. <laughs> Show us your vinyl, baby. Yeah.
1: yeah. It's it's pretty it's pretty dope.
2: Yeah. Isn't that something you wish like you know like a partner would ask you, you know, yeah, yeah, show me that vinyl. He'd be like, yeah. 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 I'll
3: show you that, yeah, I'll
1: show you yeah. that fucking vinyl. Yeah. <laughs> You'll have to ask me twice. Yeah. Oh man. It's Dude, du- you were taking forever. Yeah. Oh, it's
0: a double. It's a double. Oh, Dude, it's when a I when I, when I put mine on, it was like so slow and I was like, is this thing running on like 45 rpm? And it was so I had to put it on 45, and I'm like, <laughs> I never, saw, I never saw a 12 so, inch that ran on 45. Oh, that, that vinyl, so
1: so the one I that see. I have. Oh, so obviously here's the, the cover, which you know, oh, it's beautiful. And, uh, <laughs> it, it is cool, it is, definitely yeah, cool amazing. artwork. And then the um, the vinyl itself.
0: Oh shit, that is fucking dope.
1: Yeah. So,
2: wow. it's, oh man. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's <laughs> Very cool, dude.
1: Al's yeah. yeah, definitely. Two, two, three colors. Yeah. yeah, yeah I'll need
0: the sick. towel. I'll need the to towel. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
1: So it's got that, yeah. like, it, it looked like it has the colors of the exact, you know, like. Uh, oh,
0: uh, man. That colors, is so, so, so fucking cool. What year? Oh, yeah. Do you
1: know what year that was pressed? Uh, 2018. Oh, shit. Oh, okay. Oh, so oh, fairly yeah. recently. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. There's, I mm. mean, like, you, you'll. I mean, you could probably find, I'm sure, yeah, you said you've checked Discogs. There's a couple different variants for sure on there. Yeah, so. for sale. I was going to um, say that's yeah. like
2: a really, really popular album. I'm sure there's probably like at least 10 variants or something, right? Oh, yeah. yeah
1: and I was going to say, I mean, Revolver
0: like, just, Revolver Magazine just. Um,
1: they did a release of it. They right?
0: just did a release. And then oh, I want to say. Was it Newberry?
1: Newberry did a release too. Not I the, think they did. Like, just a couple months ago, I think.
0: Yeah. Like right around the same time, I think Revolver yeah. and Newberry had uh, and was- the self title and In Love and Death come out.
1: Yes. Yes. Yeah. And they might still be up there. I don't know. but No, they're sold out. No. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, sorry. 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 Oh, well.
2: Sorry i'll find one i'll find one
1: <laughs> i was gonna say yeah just be patient because i was gonna say like if not this year i mean the 10th an- the 20th anniversary is coming up so Ooh, they usually... yeah, yeah. So you should definitely oh, guy. yeah i yeah. <laughs> was a... thinking ahead yeah, yeah holy
0: shit 20 years, 20 years
1: yeah. so they'll do on the 20th anniversary show then too <laughs>
2: Oh my God!
0: That's
1: crazy, yeah. Hopefully oh they come out with they come out with like some kind of box set for it or something. Dude,
0: oh that would be sick. Be sick. Chris, do you have any facts so we can wrap up and and uh, uh, let these gentlemen
1: on their way? I don't want them to go, but I would. I don't want that, them to go I either. I either out, fans, honestly, honestly. <laughs> I yeah. I, I do have a couple, and and they're probably ones that people know about. But they had a couple of names before they became the Used. Um, in fact, it was just the band was just called Used, and then they had some sort of. Uh, copyright issue so they added the oh. which somehow ch- made it you know different from just used it was <laughs> the used, ridiculous <laughs> even though probably when that other band called used gets up they're like here's the used so yeah, like you know, uh, so uh, it's I'm just not fine not it's like just but anyway so yeah <laughs> so apparently at some point they were living in like you know some terrible conditions they weren't homeless but they were you know followed a period of homelessness and they recorded um demos from the basement um which eventually john feldman who's the um singer of goldfinger uh if you basically just you know get get your album into john feldman's hand and he'll make he'll make you a
2: star i think i know what actually i think i remember the story here yeah, I think, didn't Burt McCracken throw a cassette tape at him while Goldfinger was playing on stage or something like oh, that? He did. He
1: did. Yeah. <sighs> he th- and then he then apparently like <laughs> he apparently so John uh, yeah so John listened to it and was like, this sucks.
2: <laughs> oh, I didn't know that part. That's he, funny. He,
1: he initially yeah. was just like, you guys suck. And oh. Then, and then they That's they basically hard. re-recorded the the songs and honed in their sound and then they gave it to jo- they gave it to him again and he was like i'll fly you guys out to la right now and no shit. Uh, we'll record this album so yeah and then johns i guess recorded and helped produce like several of their albums yep that's cool so he's yeah he's definitely a, a big name in um, you know producing if you get your album into his hands he will he will make you a star
3: oh yeah no doubt yeah phenomenal producer
1: yeah for sure um so uh, so you know this album's become really recognized as a landmark album for the emo and, and screamo uh genres no doubt. um tons of bands like escape the fate and like crown the empire and a static lullaby have uh, cited them as a major influence and they've been named um this album has been named one of the 20 emo albums um that have uh stood the test of time and it's just a huge influence for um, so nice many
0: bands. you can add a scent like wolves to that list yeah
1: and a scent like wolves let's go, <laughs> go let's go yeah, yeah. yeah um, let's go. and uh let's see one more here uh so Bert mccracken actually dropped out of high school at age 16 and i didn't know i knew they were from um utah but i did not realize that they were raised him and his family were raised mormon um
0: oh yeah i remember hearing that and uh, <laughs> uh
1: right. he wrote in a magazine or he edited in a magazine called drug suck at age 12 he Played the trumpet in a school band called Almost Stupid, and then at nineteen he um, he joined the Used, which originally was called Dumb Luck. And um, the story there goes is that like they were, I believe the guitarist and bassist were trying out a bunch of different um, singers at the time. And they thought all of them were just terrible, but Bert was the only one that they thought was like could fit the, you know, fit the band theme. And like Bert loved what he was hearing and he like wrote a lot of the lyrics in like a day or two and then just brought it back in and Oh shit. Yeah. So and it all fell into place from there. So yeah, those are <clears> the <throat> facts I have.
0: There you That's go. Cool. Thank yeah. you, Chris. Thanks for, for sure. the thanks for the fun facts, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> awesome, awesome. So again, uh, we can't thank you guys enough for for coming on the show. You guys were awesome. We had a blast. Thank you, man.
3: Yeah, thank you. Great, you, guys. Yeah, awesome. fun.
0: if you guys have any plugs, any famous last words,
3: yeah, just uh, buy Mystic Chorus.
2: Yeah, Chorus South, yeah. February nineteenth. Give it some love, you know, download it online illegally if you want to, listen to it on Spotify. Uh, You know, we have some vinyl and some other merch on our store, CD and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, we just want people to listen to it and check it out mainly And, and, and share about it, share it if you can on your socials and tag us and we'll repost it and respond to you.
0: Awesome. Buy the album, guys. Mystic Auras by Ascent Like Wolves. Again, you guys were awesome. Thanks again for coming on. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Check us out on Instagram at Taste of Vinyl and on Twitter at Taste Vinyl. And remember, you can never own too much vinyl. Later, guys. Later, guys.
2: Later.